Sensitivity line one, sensitivity line one. Here we go again with the mainstream media taking what should be an innocent remark, an innocent joke, and twisting it to fit their narrative. Here we go again with the media refusing to do their due diligence and only giving you part of the story. Headline over at the Boston Herald, Tony Maserati suspended for racist comment about black people. Headline at the Boston Globe, Tony Maserati apologizes for insensitive comments. Since when has it become a crime to make a joke in this country? The thing is, this joke, it wasn't even about black people. It was about Tony Maserati's co-host, Mike Felger. Now, I'm sure you're wondering who these people are. I had never heard of them before this afternoon. Tony Maserati, Mike Felger, they are the host of a sports talk radio show on 98.5 in Boston. Tony Maserati, he has been covering sports in Boston for decades. He worked at the Boston Globe, worked at the Boston Herald. You would think his former colleagues would be willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. You would think with these people knowing him personally, knowing his character they would be a bit more understanding. But no, 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 no. Instead of giving him the benefit of the doubt, they have charged and convicted him of violating the first woke commandment. Thou shalt not commit mythical racism. Five or ten years ago, racism was defined completely different than it is today. If you were denied housing based on your race, that was racism. If you were denied employment based on your skin color, that was obviously racism. Today, all it takes is a simple misunderstanding, one public slip of the tongue, and you are convicted of mythical racism. Tony Maserati finds himself facing the punishment of the dual cucumber over a joke that he made last Friday during the closing moments of the show. I went back in my Google machine trying to find any articles from Friday to Sunday talking about this supposed racially insensitive remark. Imagine my surprise when I found none. Every article that I've come across was published in the last 24 hours. Hmm. Strange. If this joke was so controversial, if so many listeners in Boston were offended, how come it's taken three or four days for the media to pick up on this story? This story didn't become national news until after Tony Maserati issued an apology, an apology that I believe he was forced to give. First, let me show you the supposed insensitive joke, then we'll get to the apology. Last Friday, Mike Felger, he was broadcasting remotely from New Orleans. I guess he's a big fan of Mardi Gras in the French Quarter because he was down here this time last year too. During his visit to New Orleans last year, Mike Felger, he had his car stolen. Now that's important to remember here. That part is key to the context of this joke. Conveniently enough, it's also the part that many of these media outlets are leaving out. But as you guys know, the media, they never let context get in the way of spreading a good story about mythical racism. Here is what Tony Maserati said. Roll the film. 
Yeah, I want to know now who the two guys behind you are. That's what I want. Okay. Because if I were you, I'll be off in two minutes. I'm just doing. I got just. If, if I'm too loud, just let me know. Honestly, <laughs> they can't. Two more minutes. They can't hear us, right? No, not you. Okay, no. So I would be careful if I were you, because the last time you were on a couple of guys like that, they stole your car. Here's Chris in Boston. Go ahead, Chris. All right, couple of things here. Number one, does this look bad? Do the optics of this look bad? Yes, of course. I mean, we have a media that will fabricate stories of racism when the supply runs low. You don't want to give the media free ammunition. Now, do I believe Tony Maserati had malicious intent when he made this joke? No! I think you could have put two white dudes behind Mike Felger, he would have made the same joke. Hell, you could have put two mannequins behind him, maybe the brother and sister of Nancy Pelosi, the ultimate mannequin, and Tony Maserati, he would have probably said the same thing. His friend had his car stolen in New Orleans last year. He was giving him shit about it. He was busting his balls. Chris Rock, he made a career of making fun of black and white stereotypes. Is it considered racist when Chris Rock makes a joke about white people? No, I call it comedy. Is it considered racist when black public figures make jokes about white people when it comes to mass shootings? No, it's a fucking joke. It's meant to be entertaining. There's no malicious intent behind it. The best jokes are often based in truth. For whatever reason, it seems like every time we have a mass shooting in this country, the guy responsible is lacking melanin. If a black guy makes a joke about it, does it mean he is racist against white people? No. So how come when an old white dude makes a joke, it gets spun into a case of mythical racism? If the media is so concerned with racism, how come they refuse to report on Bishop Talbert Swan? How come they give Joy Reid a pass? Is it because Joy Reid wears a wig? If that's the case, put a wig on Tony Maserati. He's bald. It's cold up in Boston. I'm sure his head would appreciate the warmth. Number two, there's an insinuation here that qualifies this joke as mythical racism. The insinuation is black people are responsible for the majority of auto thefts in America. Now, where do you think this insinuation came from? The mainstream media. I can remember back in the 90s and 2000s, the media was accused back then of bias when it came to reporting crimes. I'm sure those of you guys my age or maybe a little bit older, you guys will remember this. Most of the time back then, when the media was reporting crime, it involved a black perpetrator and in most cases, a white victim. Now, the same media responsible for this narrative is now accusing a guy of mythical racism for the stereotype that they helped create. Out of curiosity, I looked up federal stats on crime. According to the FBI, there's almost 71,000 cars stolen in America every year. If your car is stolen, there is a 66% chance it was stolen by a white dude. Yesterday, Tony Maserati, he was back on the air. Now, if this joke was so offensive to so many people, why would he be allowed back on the air? So he could issue a forced apology. Watch for yourself. <clears throat> Late in the show on Friday, I made some comments that angered and upset some people, and rightfully so. So uh, I wish I could take them back. I can't. They were uh, insensitive. They were hurtful. And frankly, they hurt the cause for those of us who believe in racial and social equality and all of those things. And I do. 
I'm on that side of the line, which is what made this thing so difficult in so many different ways. So I owe everyone an apology. It's not who I am. It's not who we are. I can tell you that until I'm blue in the face. Those of you who know me will believe it. Those of you who don't, won't. I meant, if anyone cares, to poke fun at you, Mike. Uh, it didn't come off that way. It came off as something far broader and uh, ignorant. And uh, I, I'm regretful of that. It got a little silly and stupid at the end of the show. I was trying to be a wise ass like I often am. And it just came out wrong. And I wish I could give you a better answer than that because we're in a business where we should be careful about what we say and how we say it. You know... Let me do a little bit of speculating for a second. What I'm about to tell you is this just my opinion. I have no way to back this up, but this is what I think happened here. Like I told you guys a few minutes ago, I could not find one article from this weekend talking about this insensitive joke. Every article published came in the last 24 hours after this apology was issued. On a national scale, I don't think anyone knew about this. The people watching or listening in Boston, obviously, they were not offended by it. If they were, there would have been plenty of outrage. What I think happened, I think someone working at 98.5 in Boston was triggered by this remark. Maybe they don't like Tony Maserati. Maybe they were looking for a way to get him fired. I don't know. Or maybe the station received a complaint or two from listeners. They panicked and forced him to issue an apology. You heard him say in the clip, I made some comments that upset some people. Anytime I see stories like this, when there is a racial component involved, I try to look past the remarks and look at the intent behind the remarks. Like I mentioned a second ago, with comedians making fun of white or black people, what is their intent? To make you laugh, to entertain you. They're not trying to hurt anybody. There's no malice behind what they're saying. When I read comments from Bishop the Swan Talbert, there is an obvious evil intention behind the propaganda that he's spreading. The Swan uses mythical racism to keep us divided. He tries to convince black people that the evil white man is the enemy. It's the same thing with Joy Reid. She views everything through the prism of race to keep us divided. Now you heard the remark Tony Maserati made. Do you really think he was intending to hurt anybody? Did you sense any malice behind what he said? He was busting his co-host balls. If Bamani Jones made this same joke, do you think he would be accused of mythical racism? Bamani Jones once said, white people are the biggest problem in the NFL. The media didn't bat a fucking eye. Towards the end of his apology, Tony Maserati said something that caught my attention. He said, we are in the business where we should be careful about what we say and how we say it. That is the biggest problem right now in the mainstream media. No one is authentic because they're so afraid of hurting feelings. They're afraid of being canceled. The media is filled with talking heads, afraid to speak their minds, afraid to tell you what they're really thinking. The environment was created because these powerful media conglomerates, they are afraid of the reaction of a group of preparation H'ers on Twitter. They are so afraid of being labeled, they try to play it safe. What's the end result? Boring ass content. 
I did not see any public reaction to Tony Maserati's comments over the weekend. I think the overreaction was all internal. They were worried about the possibility of this clip circulating, so they tried to get out in front of it. What they really ended up doing was creating this story themselves. After this apology was issued, you know what they did? You know what 98.5 in Boston did? They suspended Tony Maserati without pay. <laughs> suspended without pay? Over this? This is not about a racially sensitive joke or however you want to classify it. This is about censorship. I don't agree with anything that comes out of the beak of Talbert Swan, but I don't want him silenced. I don't want Joy Reid silenced. Censoring them isn't the answer. Let the people decide. Let the market decide. Hell, the market, it's already decided. Joy Reid's lost over half of her audience in less than two years. But give me your thoughts. Should Tony Maserati be suspended without pay for the joke that he made last Friday? Do you think 98.5 in Boston overreacted here? Like I said, this was not even a story until they forced him, I think they forced him to issue an apology. No one knew about it, but you let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.